Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self, girl. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello. How are you? How are you doing though for real? What is going on? I am so like I literally feel like every day I'm having a gratitude attack (laughs) it's like a panic attack but the opposite like I'm having a fucking love attack with my life right now there are no words to tell you what the hell's going on we launched our online global sisterhood we at the time of recording this have 63 members online we have 60 members in person we have like 123 women around the world doing this inner work the work of this podcast basically my message, everything I say, my fucking crazy ass swearing, my funny shit and my jokes that I do and breaking down. And the whole point of me and why I exist and why this podcast is here is because I really believe that I'm here to talk to the masses, all the women of the world in the pockets of the ghetto and the pockets of the, you know, places that there's small towns, big towns, doesn't matter. I'm here to speak to all women, wake all women up, to the fact that they are fucking magnificent, they are powerful, they are amazing, they are worthy to remind them of who the fuck they are. That's what I exist for. And I have been privileged enough to bust my ass to get mentors and create money and fucking take loans out and do the inner work and get some of the best mentors in the world, I believe, that have helped me wake the fuck up and teach me some good shit. And so what I have done is created a way online, globally, to be able to pass down like Beyonce's got this new song called Bigger. Yo, it's like, I don't sing, but I'm about to, I'm about to do this because FWOT, right? She says like, um, you be the roots, I'll be the tree. Pass down the fruit that was given to me. Legacy. What? Watch out. Bigger. And it's like amazing. Okay. Like it's basically what I'm trying to tell you. The fact is when you have information that sets you free and changes your fucking life, how can you get it to other people fast? My darling, really quickly, if you are enjoying this podcast, I want to let you know that you can take this work deeper. There is something that I've created called the sisterhood. Doesn't matter if you're in Melbourne, Australia, where I am, or if you are around the globe, we have women in over 11 countries doing the work of this podcast, working on their shit, unraveling the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs, and everything that keeps us stuck and not standing in our fully expressed self. I want to give you the opportunity to join me. Let me coach you. Let's do the work together and dig deeper into this. If you are interested, please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com, click on sisterhood and make that shit happen, my love. I cannot wait to work with you and watch you change your fucking life. Y'all know, I mean, if you're listening to my podcast or you follow me on Instagram, this is all I talk about. This is all I'm interested in. It is ridiculous. So if you have not heard that Beyonce song, go and jam out to it. I actually can't listen to it without crying. Uh, Some days that shit's on repeat. Shout out to Beyonce for making such an amazing, amazing song. The lyrics are out of control. So, yes, 
that's where I'm at. Life is good. Things are amazing. My, my message is getting across literally the globe and I'm just really, really excited for what this shit is going to do for the women of the world in the next, you know, six months. My goodness. Today's episode is very near and dear and important. It was actually um, something that I've been dying to talk about. And there are so many things to talk about. And you know, I intuitively podcast like I just I have all my thoughts and ideas somewhere, but I kind of feel through what needs to be talked about. And I'm very I'm someone who's very much on the pulse of the thing. So if there's something that comes up for me or my clients, my ass is talking about it on Instagram, on the podcast, everywhere, like it needs to be talked about now. So this has come up a lot for my sisterhood women. We've been chatting about, you know, you're working on yourself, you're developing yourself, you are doing the work and your partner's not on board or your partner, you know, it's like you start moving and you leave them behind and not so much that you're better than them, but it's like they are definitely back there in the old past life and you are trying to transform and transmute and move through to the next level of yourself and they're still at the same level of themselves. And so it's tricky because what do you do, right? And I got a few of my clients uh, in Melbourne sisterhood, in global sisterhood, uh, clients that I've seen one-on-one, questions I've gotten on over the years through doing this work is like, how do you you know, and how do you get your partner to, to back you or to ride the ride with you uh, when you're working on yourself and developing yourself? And let me tell you something. I am so blessed because my husband, like our relationship, that shit's like a unicorn. Like there are not many people like me and Hamish, our relationship. I know there's not. Does that mean it doesn't exist? No. But I believe that we've got something that not a lot of people have in regards to our relationship. And we're actually going to do a podcast together about a few things about our relationship uh, behind the scenes just to give you a heads up and see how we work <clears throat> because it's very important. I know some guys listen to this podcast and, and you know, it's very important to understand that it is a co-creation, two of you. If you're in a relationship, it's, it's the responsibility of both parties. The problem is here that the person that's working on themselves hardcore, like for me, a lot of my women are working on themselves and the husbands are not. So unfortunately, women, if you are the one working on yourself, you need to be the Gandhi. You need to be the change you wish to see. You need to be the one showing up and doing the work and being the work at home with your kids, with your partner. You need to be the work. You need to not do the work, but you need to live this shit, right? Like breathe it. And it's hard. <laughs> because my ladies be like, yeah, but Erica, I've been doing this for three weeks. Yeah, but Erica, I was the bigger person. And then he said this and I've been doing this and he never noticed that. And it's like, don't do it so that you're the air quotes, bigger person. Don't do it with time watching your clock going. When is he or when is she gonna blah, blah, blah. Don't do it like that. If you do it like that, you're not really doing it because that's who you are. And you need to do it because that's who you are meaning you are that person who is the bigger person because you're kind and you're compassionate and you're working on yourself and you want to develop yourself to get to that level of compassion and kindness. Does that make sense? Now, is it annoying as fuck when they take forever and you keep showing up and you keep doing the work and they're not? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
And then you can decide after a while what you wish to do. Because I also believe you teach people how to treat you. I'm not saying stay in a relationship for a year with an asshole who doesn't care about you and treats you like shit. And you just keep being Gandhi and keep being kind. Hell no, I'm not saying that. Right? Open your eyes and see. You know, I love my Angelo. I always talk about her quote. When people show you who they are, believe them. You know, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if you're in a relationship and you, you decided, you decided that you want to deal with your shit and you want to bring up Pandora's box, you want to look under the rug and start working on your demons and, you know, moving through your old stuff so that you can be a better version of who you want to be in the future, right now and in the future, you most definitely need to do one important thing. The one important thing is talk to your partner. I know it doesn't sound revolutionary, but you are not fucking doing this. You think you're doing it, but you're not. And I did another, I did a podcast about, you know, um, life-changing conversations you're not having. But I'm going to talk specifically in this podcast about relationships, about a partner, about a boyfriend, girlfriend, about a husband, wife, about a wife, wife, about a husband, husband, whatever. Yeah? I'm going to talk about how you and your partner, whenever you got together, you got together on some kind of value system. Whether you discussed your values or you discussed your future goals or not, you got together on some subconscious value system. And now your system may have changed. You may now believe in other things. You may now want to do other things. You may now want to, you know, change your life and change your results. And maybe they don't want to, or maybe they're not interested or they don't know how to. And if, if it's like me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman married to a man, my husband, right? Shows his emotions so differently. And although he does this work and he's really good at showing his emotions, he's still not like a woman. He's a man. So he does it in his man way. Does that make sense? He's got a lot of awareness as to how I feel. And I've got a lot of awareness as to how he operates. And we know the love language and all that jazz. And P.S. If you don't know about the five love languages, please go take the test. Go get the book. Um, It's amazing. It's really interesting to know how you like to be loved versus how your partner loves to be loved. And even you can do it with your kids if you have children. And it just helps you to see how how you love to be loved. Like for me, I love words of affirmation. That's my love language, number one. And there's like, you have number one and then your secondary. And my first is like, I love when my husband walks in and goes, you look so beautiful today or says something beautiful to me because I'm a communicator. So I love the words of affirmation. My husband is acts of service. So like cleaning the house, washing the car, sucking his dick. He likes that. (laughs) And I'm like, when he cleans my car, he's like, I washed your car. I'm like, I don't care. Like that doesn't, I don't, that does not make me happy. And I'm like, tell me I'm pretty, you know, like that's my, so I know if I want to help him or make him feel loved or make him feel, you know, desired or whatever, I will do an act of service because I know it's going to make him happy. And I like to make him happy, right? It's not my job to make him happy or it's not your partner's job to make you happy, but it's like extra cherry on top shit that you want to do for somebody that you love. So the love languages is something huge. And we actually have a sisterhood um, relationships module in my online course and a relationships day in our in-person coaching program. And we're going to do that uh, this this October. So it's a full day on relationships and it's going to fucking be amazing. And that's one of the books that we're going to work with. But what I think is super important is that you have got to check in with yourself. You have got to check in with what you want, what you don't want, what you desire, what turns you on, what pisses you off. Get into the relationship with you, right? 
And that's first and foremost, because as I said before, you, we do teach people how to treat us. And maybe you got together when you both thought that this thing was great and now you've moved on. And if you don't discuss it and if you don't talk about it and if you don't take this partner of yours on your journey, meaning it doesn't mean that they have to do everything you're doing, but if you don't let them in on what you're doing, let them in on your changes, let them in on what you're experiencing, how the hell are they supposed to know where you're at? And it's unspoken stuff that they think and they don't know or you think they know, but they don't know. So here's what I want to say to you. My invitation is for you to sit down first and foremost with yourself. Where are you happy? Where are you not happy? Can you make a list? Right? Write some shit down. Like people like relationships shouldn't feel like work. Bullshit. Of course it's fucking work. You you are now putting your life, your ways, the things you do, the way you do things into another person's life, the way they do things, the way they see the world. And if you've got little people, if you've got kids, like theirs is now wrapped in. So it is so ridiculous of us to think that, you know, it's not work. It is work. It doesn't have to be hard work. It doesn't have to be shit, but it is work. And you do make choices and, and do certain things for the people that you love and you take them on the journey with you. And that's the best way. Like you go downstream together versus trying to fucking push upstream and fight and push upstream about your, the things you believe in and without disregarding the other person. So if you want to have the best relationship you can have, you got to check in with you. What do you want? What do you desire? What's happening that you're not happy with? What needs to change? What can you take responsibility for? Let me say that again. What can you take responsibility for in your relationship for who you've been being? I just got a massive slap across the face. I went to this dancing Eros taster um, and it's basically erotic dance where you go and dance the five female archetypes. It is all about you getting into your body, out of your head. It's all about you getting back to your sexuality, sensuality. It's fucking ridiculous. And I was just crying, sobbing. Um, six of my sisterhood women were there. Angel was there. Me and her were hanging out. And we were just crying the whole time because we got to see how much we are not in our bodies. And I got a massive light bulb of, oh my God, I'm not taking responsibility for the fact that I'm not sexy in my home. I'm not like, I used to put music on and dance and feel really gorgeous and desirable just so my husband could watch me dance. And that could lead to nothing or that could lead to the most amazing lovemaking session ever right? But like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm going home, I'm doing work, I'm putting kids to bed. And it's like, fuck, I lost the in tuneness with my own sexuality and sensuality and my own relationship with how desirable I am. And that's my responsibility. So the sex in the home, how I'm bringing, what I'm bringing to the table, what am I responsible for? So write your list of all the things that are not working out that you're not happy with. And and can you write down where you're responsible? That's your first thing, right? Check in with you. What do you want? What are you over? What are you committed to fucking creating in your life, in your relationship, right? Like, what are you, what have you had enough with? You know, what can you take responsibility for? And what do you want to create in your relationships? Second, have a discussion with your partner. Yup. And when I say discussion, y'all know I've said this before on the podcast. I mean, block out four hours, I mean, get those little mofos, a.k.a. your kids or furry babies, looked after. I mean, have no phones, no distractions, no fucking TV. Get a paper and pen, eye to eye. You know, hola, hello, how are you, partner? Let's do the damn thing. Here's something I prepared earlier. And you start the conversation and listen to that podcast, conversations you're not having if you need help. Or, sorry, there's another one that um, 
It's called uh, difficult conversations. And that's like how to take responsibility, how to go in with an awkward or difficult conversation. And so you can get the best results. Basically, you take responsibility for where you're at first and then that opens it up, right? And you have this conversation and you, your intention is what? What's your intention? My intention, babe, is for us to get on the same page. My intention is for us to create a plan so that I support you, you support me. We bring sexy back to our lives. We bring joy. We bring whatever it is that you want. Tell them your intention. Why did you host this meeting? Why are you discussing this with them? What would you love in your relationship? What would you love? You can't, you can't, they can't fault you if you're just talking about your intentions and what you would love. Do you know what I'm saying? But you have to open up and and speak your truth to them. And the best way is obviously take responsibility for where you're at, what you've been doing and the stories you've been making up in your head about him or her or the relationship or your life or whatever. And have that fucking chat and have an action plan. Listen to me. Me and my partner, we have meetings twice or three times a week. We have a whiteboard at home. We have a whiteboard on the fridge. We have a whiteboard in the office. We work in the same office. Like, we don't play. We are intentionally creating conversations so that we can connect ourselves better and get the desirable outcomes that we want. We all have goals. We have dreams. We have things we need to do. And we meet, we talk about finances, we talk about the kids, we talk about our schedule, I'm the schedule queen, you know, I get him scheduled, we, we work shit out, he talks about the money, what are we doing with this, paying off this, paying off our debt, okay, cool, I'm event planning, like, we work our shit out, we, we try to book holidays now because we're so fucking busy that we don't take our kids for a weekend in Victoria somewhere, and that's important, right? You need to get on the same fucking team. You are on the same team. Can you get yourself back on the same team? And guess what? If this brings up Pandora's box in your relationship and you end up going, this is not the relationship for me, or they end up saying, you know what? I don't want this anymore. And they are so stubborn and they don't want to move. They don't want to meet you halfway. They don't want to shift. If they don't, be sure that you are. Make sure that you are trying to work this shit out. If they don't, if you don't, if it's done for then why not fucking finish the relationship off instead of staying in something that is so sterile and is so finished, but you're staying together for the air quotes, the kids, or you're staying together because of whatever bullshit. It's better that you find out now that that shit's not going to work for you in the future. Yes, it's going to be hard, but can you do it? Yes, you can. And is it fucking worth it? Of course it is. You've got the rest of your life. So I'm going to end this now and let you know that There are many things you can do to get your partner on board. If you're in the sisterhood online or in person, we are having a uh, partner day. So we're going to have a partner workshop where we're going to get the sisterhood women to bring their partners. And me and my husband are going to talk about what this program is, what these women are going through, how they can support them. Have they been heard? We're going to listen, hear from the partners and how do they feel about it so that they know what their partners are doing. It's important. Half of the women in the sisterhood, I think the husbands think they're in a fucking cult right? Or like, oh, what is that bullshit you're doing? And one of our ladies, Michelle, shout out to Michelle Kate, photography. Michelle brought her husband, Luke, to our retreat in Bali because Michelle had a seven-month-old baby and he was really clingy. He didn't want to be away from his mom. So she got them to come to Bali and they, he watched the baby while she came and did her retreat. And we got to chat to Luke. We went in there and we're like, listen, this is what's going to be going down this week. Um, your wife is going to be going through every kind of emotional roller coaster. This is how you can support her best. You know, do you have any concerns? Blah, blah, blah. We had the best chat with him. It was so amazing. And I can tell you right now, he said to me at the end, 
he was like almost in tears. He's like, you guys are the real fucking deal. Like I thought this was some bullshit money, you know, like fucking cult thing. Like I was like, whatever, what the fuck is Michelle doing? He's like, I want my mother to do this. I want my sister to do this. Every woman I know needs this. You know, every man I know needs this. Like you guys, thank you so much. Like we were all in tears hugging. And this man got to see that what his wife was doing is actually so important. And now he's doing work on himself and they have four children. Like, what is this going to do for their lives, for their generational, like, imprint? Like, this is huge, you guys. So, please, please, please do this. Chat with your partners, please. And if you are single and you listen to this whole podcast, I would highly recommend whenever you do meet someone that you discuss this, that you work on yourself, that what, how do you feel about developing yourself and upgrading your brain and learning and all that jazz? Because I promise you guys, listen, number five reason in Australia, couples break up, get a divorce is a change of values. What you used to value, you don't value anymore and you have to check in. And I did a values podcast. So go back and listen to that. I think it's number four. And I tell you exactly how to do it, how to do your partner values. I redo them every six months because they change. They change. And if you don't check in, if you don't sit down and fucking work on your shit, like what happens? You're just living and existing and fucking putting fires out, paying bills. Like you gotta, you gotta work this. You gotta sit down and, and really water this fucking plant that is your relationship. So I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening, my love. Do me a favor. If you feel called to, please, please, please share this episode with a sister who needs to hear it. I so appreciate you listening and you following and you commenting and you reviewing. If you have a second, hop over to iTunes and leave me a review. Make sure you subscribe so you do not miss another episode. And lastly, And most importantly, thank you for your time, your ears, your energy, and your attention. I know there are many podcasts that you could hear, and I really appreciate you listening to mine.